0: C.J. Kinney for Esoterica, a short feature which delves into the realms of the extraordinary. Last week, I talked about how I had lost my keys and how it had created havoc in my life, a havoc of my own making. I likened to an erupting volcano. Until I put the lost keys and the exclusive access to the important things they made possible into perspective, I found it hard to think or function for the fear and anxiety I conjured in response to their MIA status. Please notice that I didn't say that their loss made me feel fear and anxiety. I owned my response to this situation, and it was that ownership of my reaction that led way faster than in previous and similar situations to a place of peace and resolution where I knew that whether or not I found my keys, everything would be fine. And once I came to that conclusion, it wasn't long before I found my keys. Would I have found them earlier had I continued to rush around bathing myself in fear? Would I have found them faster had I blamed the missing keys for making me feel anxiety, assigning to those missing inanimate objects power over the very thoughts and feelings I experienced? I don't know, maybe, but I do know this. Brains running in fear mode don't think or reason well as they order the drenching of the body in high anxiety hormones. Effective for fighting or flighting, really ineffective for finding missing keys. And of course, something else that's missing when I'm running my fear and anxiety program is consciousness. In fact, it just might be true that whenever my keys are missing, so is my consciousness. After all, if I were in full consciousness, I'd know exactly where I left my keys. Right? How many times a week does this happen to you? Well, not to you. The better question might be, how many times a week do you slip into autopilot while you revisit the past, worry about the future, obsess over, you know, that thing that happened, or run some sort of pre-programmed script in your head created during your childhood, which reliably judges and condemns you all while going about your day, losing everything from your coffee to your keys to your wallet, and therefore literally your mind. It happens a lot in my life. And I suspect it happens way more than I'm aware of, as of course, if I were aware, it wouldn't be happening. And the only reason I catch myself unaware is because I've lost something, usually my keys. Therefore, these important objects of access are literally my keys to consciousness, as their absence is a reliable measure of how aware, or not, I am in my life. To test this theory, I've come up with a missing key scale to measure my consciousness, wherein misplacing my keys represents 10 units of unconscious autopilot behavior. If I lose my keys five times a week, I have racked up 50 identifiable units of unconsciousness, which scientifically means that I spend a whole heck of a lot of time not in the now, and so am very likely to be missing a heck of a lot more than just my keys. As Eckhart Tolle, author of the famous book, The Power of Now, says, if you're not living in this moment, you're not really living. Because literally, the past is a memory, the future is at best an anticipatory guess. So therefore, right now is, of course, all there ever is. And that means that mastering my keys to consciousness, which of course requires being in the now, is pretty important. Who knew my keys open more than just my front door? Maybe yours. Do too. For Esoterica, I'm CJ Kinney. Thanks for listening.